Get ready. It's time for the Idaho Podcast with your host, Danny Ventura. Welcome to the Idaho Podcast, where we feature the people who live, work, and play in Idaho. Today, my guest is Steve Chelly, and Steve is a local musician and artist who recently moved to Idaho. And Steve, we're, we're just really happy to have you on the show today. I'm happy to be here, Dan. Thanks for having me. Thank you. So, Steve, what's your Idaho story? What brought you here? How long have you been here? Sure, this is an hour podcast, or <laughs> you have more time than that? Thank goodness I have editing capabilities. So, no, I... Uh... Native Southern California was uh, born and raised uh, 56 years. And then uh, my kids were out of the house, the two older ones. The youngest was on her way to college. She had a few choices of colleges and one of them being Boise State. And uh, my wife just wanted a change of environment, wanted four seasons. She wanted to kind of stuff was going on in California that she didn't like politically and just kind of that thing. But um there were just some changes in the air that might need to have been met. And, and quite honestly, um, I didn't have a really good reason to say, no, I got to stay here because my work allowed me to, to travel and to um, just have an internet connection. I was fine. That's to mm -hmm. do my, I do uh, work from home. So she thought, well, let's go to, let's try South Florida where a lot of her family's from maybe Nashville cause it's music and whatever. And then we have some very good friends of ours that moved. In, I believe 2016 to uh, Eagle right here in Idaho. And um, they kept inviting us to visit. I'm like, Idaho, Ohio, Iowa, Idaho, whatever. <laughs> Let's go visit. Fell in love with it pretty much the first time we came. Um, and what stood out for me is um, just the culture and the attitude of the people. Very welcoming, waving at strangers for no reason. Never happens in Southern, sorry. Sorry, SoCal for that, but you <laughs> well, know what I mean? Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> truth is truth. That's <laughs> So um, anyway, so we, we, we experienced the warmth and uh, sort of kind of the quaintness of the downtown and just had an overall good vibe our first trip. Then we kept getting invited back and we just kind of came to the decision, especially after my youngest, Gabby, um, got accepted to BSU okay. as a nursing major. And oh, so that was a, kind of the final little thing there so everything fell in what, place yeah absolutely well with the exception of the um boise state uh, college student uh, your story sounds very similar to mine oh, as really? far as as far as what brought us here and nice. and, and what really why we left California. tell us about yourself then. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that kind of time <laughs> but uh well thanks for sharing that that's that's uh that's a cool story um i know music is a big part of who you are and yes. um your nickname is the music man even and uh and but, yeah. but uh, has music been the focus of your pretty much your entire life? For probably most of it. Mm -hmm. Everything comes down to it. I couldn't, um, you know, shake that bug. I'm a business major, but I still had to do stuff in my career. It's centered around music. Um, I just want to say, so I don't forget, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a husband and a father of three. So um, that's been a very big part of my life is um, being married to Yvette for 33 years. And... Um, Kind of my high school sweetheart. Congratulations. Thank you. And we then, have that in common as well. <laughs> and um, congratulate her for putting up with, <laughs> yeah. with me, actually. That's better directed. But uh, 
so being a dad has been a very important part of my life. Um, my kids are, are everything to me, but beyond that, um, you know, I, I remember vividly as a child having, um, these music memories, um, playing my tennis racket with the Beatles back in when I was five and six years old, and then picking up, um, an album of Elton John's greatest hits and saying, literally looking at it at eight years old going, I want to do this for the rest of my life, you know, hearing him and how that moved me at such a young age. It was weird. So that the kind of, after all those impressions that had never left me. And then when I was like 12, I started a little, got into a little band with, um, in middle school there in high school. And then I kind of just got away from, um, kind of playing music a little bit, but, Oh, one more thing is high school, uh, mixed choir playing the choir, uh, choir was so important because I, I love singing. That's about my favorite thing to do. And, um, that's kind of how I got going. The music bug never left me as, as a career when I kind of hit my stride there, I was a music supervisor for about 22 years. And, um, to this day, I'm kind of my nine to five is, um, uh, licensing music. I work with a music publisher okay. and I'm a music catalog. So we license for film, TV advertisements and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So music, you could say music, pretty good part of me. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. And, yeah. uh, music is a big part of my life as well. And I, I feel like we're, we're very simpatico in so many ways, but, uh, and who knew, cause oh. I'm, I'm just getting to know you right now. So that's, uh, that's well, kind of cool. As soon as we're done, I'm going to Google simpatico. <laughs> so oh man. So you shared a little bit about how music really shaped your life early on and how you've really internalized it since you were eight to 12 years old. Um, but really why, why is it so important to you? And, and, and how does that translate to your audiences? Why is, why is music so important to you and how does it translate to your audience? Wow. That is a, that is a good one, Dan. Um, it just feels like music just makes me tick. I mean, it just, it just feeds my soul. And I know it sounds cliche a little bit like that, but it just makes me, um, it makes me go. I just, I'm always, I ask my wife, I wake up singing and humming and all that. And same thing going to bed. I'm always, you know, my, my mind is stimulated through music and it feels like it's part of my soul, uh, my, um, my heart and my passion. And um, hopefully when I do performances, um, some of that translates to the, uh, to the fans, to the crowd, to the patrons of the wineries and restaurants that I play at. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I, I know you brought your guitar with you. I, maybe, I just maybe in case, can, maybe you can just share a little, uh, yeah, maybe I can know, the old, if you hum a few bars, you know, <laughs> I'll hum a few bars and I'll do it because it's easier for me to do than talking. <laughs> I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. So I apologize, but, um, yeah, I do. I do feel a comfort in playing versus talking. So sometimes it's just, I feel less nervous when I'm singing oh. ironically, but I'm in an Eagles tribute band mm -hmm. and I do uh, solo shows around town. But um, so what I'll do is I'll uh, do one of the Eagles songs real quick. Just sure. a quick snippet of it. If that's, if that's Sounds great. Sounds great. Me. Thank you. Thank you guys. Let's see if it is. Every night I'm lying in bed. Holding you close in my dreams Thinking about all the things that we say Coming upon it seems We try to talk it over But the words 
Let's come out to love. I know you were trying to give me the best of your love. Beautiful faces, loud empty places. Look at the way that we live. Wasting our time, cheap talking wine. Left us so little to give. That same old crowd was like a cold dark cloud that we could never rise above. But here in my heart, I give you the best of my love. Oh, sweet darling. Get the best of my love. Oh, sweet darling. You get the best of my love. Oh, thanks for sharing that. Thanks, Dan, for obliging me on that. Absolutely. And it does come out of you. I, you know, watching you play, you, you can feel it viscerally how important music is to you. And I, and I asked you how it translates to your audience, and I just felt how it translates to your audience. So appreciate you Thank doing that. And then ho- hopefully the listeners do the same thing. <laughs> right, right. So you you mentioned you you, you were in a tribute uh, Eagles tribute band, yes. and you were considered the the Don Henley of of that uh, band. I think the band was called the Dark Desert Highway. Dark Desert appropriately Highway, appropriately named. After but still year. around, still around. And yeah. you, so you still get the band back together once in a while. We do, and I, I uh, the reason I'm the Don Henley is because it's I'm self appointed. <laughs> <laughs> I started the band. I came up with the name, and and uh, I'll tell you the the the, the nexus is the. About the word nexus, sure, the, the, nexus. Mm-hmm. the genesis of the band. Um, That's actually, a different band, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Bill Collins, <laughs> the genesis so. <laughs> of the Eagles tribute band. But um, no, we, we started it back uh, as a um, kind of a bucket list thing for my 50th birthday. Um, uh, my wife, Yvette, was like, what do you want to do? We're thinking we we're going to go maybe take a trip somewhere. And I said, no, I just want to have a big backyard party and form a, an Eagles tribute show, whatever, something like that. you know. And I, she goes, okay, you can do that. And um, so we did it, put my musician friends together that I had in the business. And then I, I uh, of course, I had my brother who's um, to this day is in the band with me. He, Kevin, my brother's uh, Glenn Fry. Okay. And so it, he was a natural because we've been harmonizing since we were kids, uh, the Eagle songs. And he'd always take his part and I'd take mine and I'd do the Don Henley part. So then my son just happened to be a child prodigy on the guitar and sing all the high harmonies. So put the rest of the band together and the guy, the drummer at the time said, uh, Hey, why are we stopping after this uh, birthday party? Let's keep it going. So that's kind of how it, it uh, mm. evolved from there. And we were doing local shows and down in Southern California for a little while. And then we made the move up here and um, I didn't want to stop the band just because I was moving. So I kind of commuted for gigs, bigger shows that we had down there. We were able to do. And um at the same time, uh, kind of do some solo shows up here um, at different places. Mm-hmm. And um, I play at, uh, for those that know, I play at, uh, I'm kind of a resident at uh, Da Vinci's every third Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I play at uh, Rembrandt's and, um, gosh, I just started a show at Vintage 61. So a lot of little places in town. Proof, I blended old, played at Old State. 
And so it's fun. It's, it's, I love doing the, the songs there. And, and what I also have done now is put together a band of, a version of the band up here. So we have some Boise guys up here doing the dark desert highway. So now we can kind of be, um, it's not by coastal, but we can be by location there. And, and it's uh, a lot of fun to do. That's pretty neat. And then they have the opportunity to play with uh, both your son and your brother. Yes. What an amazing uh, opportunity that is. It is. It's, it's neat to keep that sort of what we'll called the blood harmony there. And it sounds, sounds kind of neat there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I could answer why the Eagles, because I think the Eagles are arguably one of the, the best bands ever, along with there, there, there are several from the 70s. Right. And, right. Um, but I'm just curious. There are so many iconic bands we could name. But what what was it about the Eagles that made you vacillate to make making them the, the band you wanted to tribute? Well, it could have been an, a Beatles thing because okay. the Beatles are the best band of all time. Well, it's hard to argue that. But the Eagles seemed to resonate with my myself and my family a lot. Uh, we'd have um, some of my fondest memories, besides singing harmonies with my brother. Um, we would have these family parties, and we seemed to almost invariably end with a round of uh, lion eyes, all in a circle, trying to harmonize some, I won't name names, but some better singers of the family than others. And But we still nonetheless did it. So it made it quite an impression at a young age, and, and this just was a natural fit of like, you can't beat their songwriting still to this day. So mm-hmm. besides the Beatles, they're the other, I think they're the, they're the best American band I think of all time. But yeah, that's why I chose them. And I happen to look a little bit like Don, I think, and I've bit. been told that before. And yep. uh, I just uh, hopefully um, can, can pull off some, uh, some songs of his um, and do, do him and the band justice. Well, you, know. you have a great voice. So that's I appreciate uh, that's good. That. Awesome. I also do some Joe Walsh too in the band, you know, I got to have some Joe songs. So I changed my personality and become, how you doing? And then we go from there. So it's kind of fun. No one else was wanting to step up and, and um, do his weird song. So I volunteered. <laughs> so you do it. Yeah. So I, I take it. For the team. I yeah. I, I know when you do this, the solo, uh, when you do your solo act, uh, you do something that's very unique where you laid down some of the harmony tracks uh, prior. You want to share a little bit of how that works? Yeah. Because I know when you're doing a solo act, it's still very full sounding. It's not, it's not a typical. It's a weird balance, Dan, because uh, truth be told, I'm not a gifted musician. I feel like I, I can lean on the singing. And so I need some support and I feel too nervous just doing what I did now for the whole two or three hours or let's say two hour show around town, just playing that. Cause I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm not Stevie Ray Vaughan. So, uh, so I don't want to lean on that. I want to lean on the singing. So what I've done is, um, you could get a really cool hat and, and become kind of, <laughs> <laughs> there's so many great guitars. I kind of almost gave up on trying to be a really fantastic guitar player, but I play a little rhythm and I play keyboards and I figured, you know, if I can do the songs justice, delivering them, uh, the, you know, vocally, and I thought, well, why not? Because I found some places where I can get some of the background music along with me playing and some um, instead of instead of using their background vocals, no offense to the the, the kind folks that make those tracks. Um, I do my own. I record my own harmony. So it sounds like it's sort of related to me. And um, then I just take it and mix it to a point where it sounds like I'm almost it almost could be just me up there. And, and I think what does it enhances uh, the experience for people when they hear some of their favorite tunes from this. I focus mostly on the seventies and there's some good eighties ones and some kind of sing-alongs in the last, you know, 20, 30 years as well. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I do my show. I just, I like to um, 
pay homage to all the great songs that have, uh, we've come to know and, um, you know, um, get it attached to, I guess, is sure. for lack of a better, yeah. That's super cool. Well, for guys my age, that's, that's a perfect uh, genre, and I, <laughs> I would never get bored at your show, that's for sure. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I don't like to do, um, I like only do covers. I don't pull out and say, yeah, I wrote this last year for my cat, you know. <laughs> Just, they didn't come for that. They came, um, hopefully they came for the food and the drink, but also to stay a little longer and, and hang out with me a little bit. It's, it's quite a, it's quite a, um, a thrill to, um, just get an acknowledgement that I did a, a good job on a song or something mm-hmm. like makes me go. Yeah, I love it. Keeps, keeps me going to the next one. <laughs> That's neat. That's neat. And, and so do you, I know you work some of the wineries and the, and the smaller, the bars and, and very, very intimate locations, but do you also, are you available for private events for people wanted to book you? Yes. Okay. I actually am. I've done um, a few kind of reception post-wedding things, uh, 70th birthday, 50th birthday, 50th anniversaries. I've done some of that um, in town here. And it's just great. It's great to, to be able to do the same thing. Just, um, and I always run by the list of sort of songs and see, get, kind of get approval from the host of the party just to see if it's kind of, I kind of customize the playlist a little bit like that. So it's, it's all enjoyable stuff. And if there's of course a special song, I make sure I, I pull that out and do my best on that one as sure. well. Yeah. And if our listeners were interested in booking you for a private event, how would they reach you? Is there a website or an email that you would share? Um, yes, I'm, my email is, uh, 99 music man, the number 99 M U S I C M A N 99 music man at Gmail. And, um, yeah. Oh, the website. Yes. Uh, www.stevemusicmancelli.com Steve music man, There you go. <laughs> um, you did share some of your upcoming or your regular shows, but, but do you have anything that's upcoming in the next uh, February, March that you want to share with the listeners? Uh, I'd love to. Um, I just started a, a new place called Vintage 61. That was Thursday, and I'll be back there. They, at least they told me I'm going to be back. But uh, I have a regular show every third Thursday at Da Vinci's. So coming up Thursday, day after Valentine's Day. We'll see you there. Uh, and then um, I just... think i have coming up the rest of february march will be back at da vinci's but i'm uh, we have the bands coming um to uh have a gig at um a show at three horse winery oh um on labor day weekend okay so that's coming up and um i think um we're we're coming up with some other stuff we got uh things in the summer and in the fall and when you have me back i'll i'll re uh you know replug those no perfect Perfect. but uh yeah and also darkdesertheighwayband.com is the is the um the band uh website okay so and i would assume on both white websites you have all your upcoming performances yes i try to keep it updated but um it's tough you're good on facebook too i notice you're always plugging where you're playing so that's so people follow you on facebook that would be good too well, I do, do the Riverstone thing because okay. I don't think we talked about that. I'm literally no. a neighbor here. I'm right. not only from Eagle. I'm actually from this this actual neighborhood. Development, here. yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs> well, you want to take us out with a part of a song? Uh, yes, sure. I only know one song, so I just did it. And... <laughs> Play it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. I'll do a little something. And if I uh, don't remember, thanks, guys, for watching. We'll see you around. See you around soon. I'll play us out a little something here. Here's some solo Don Henley, maybe, so.
got the call today. Didn't want to hear, but I knew that it would come. Or two friend of ours was talking on the phone. Said you found someone. And I thought of all the bad luck and struggles we went through. How I lost me and he loves you. What are all these voices outside life's open door? Make a store on for contentment. Beg for something more. I'm learning to live without you now. But ambitious sometimes. The more I know, the less I understand. All the things I thought I'd figured out, I have to learn again. Been trying to get down to the heart of the matter, but my wind gets weak. And my thoughts seem to scatter, but I think it's about forgiveness. Forgiveness, even if, even if you don't love me anymore. Very nice. Steve Jelly, thank you so much for, for that. And thank you for sharing so much about yourself. And what a great music story. And no wonder they call you the music man. I appreciate you so much. Thanks for this opportunity. Absolutely. And thank you for joining the Idaho podcast. We'll see you again next time. Take care.